It's a beautiful day out today. For you. It's gorgeous, baby. It's gorgeous. <laughs> I love it. Nice and cold. I love it. It's literally, I was thriving the first day of the cool, of coldness. Cold weather. You're crazy. It made me so happy. Like, literally, oversized sweaters and no bra. Ready to go? You wear no bra? I'm wearing no bra right now. I was so excited to oh. go home, take my bra off, and put a sweater on. And <laughs> Dude, I, I wish. No, I can't. I'm ready. I haven't had, um, uh, what's it called? Pumpkin cream cold brew yet. Mm, I had that bitch the first day I came out. <laughs> I'm like, stick a pumpkin up my ass. I'm ready for it. Woohoo! No, I haven't, dude. I'm like, I'll wait till I get back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the one I was literally gonna get it the first day it came out, to be honest with you, but they didn't have it at the one I go to. So, best believe I stood in line for about 45 minutes to get that pumpkin spice motherfucking latte. So, how you been? It's been a week. I've been good. I'm all right. Yeah. Same old, same old. Same old, same old. Anything happened? Um, you did the. Oh, so we're in Chicago. Yeah. Last week. You did the marathon. No, no, it was a walk. A walk. So we do a walk for suicide prevention every year. Yes. Um. So we did that. That was good. It was fucking hot, blazing balls, <laughs> dicks, and everything. Out. I'm like, bro. How one year can go, we get though? like one year can we get one cold, nice little breeze? Because like your whole fam, like your whole family goes right. You have like yeah. cousins who go too. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. It was. It's. It was. It was a lot of fucking people that went with y'all. Good. I mean, just in general. Like, oh, okay. It's one. Of, it's the biggest walk. Yeah. In, oh, in, yeah, yeah. In the country. But like you're, like you're, like country. the people who you're with. Um, we had a pretty people? decent group. We didn't have a like not as big as we normally. Okay. Did um. This is like the first year we actually went and did it since COVID. Oh yeah. Um. Was it virtually during COVID, or they just didn't do I it? I think so. I don't know. Like I don't know. Don't hold that to me. I really don't know. And then they have one. So we originally weren't going to do the one in Chicago. We were going to do the one that they started having out here at Orchard Park. Oh, shit. Okay. But that one's a very, very tiny, teeny little little booger thing. Yeah. But. I feel like you make a bigger impact. Yeah. I was like, you need to start doing that. You should. Instead. But everyone in the family bitches and cries. I'm like, you go 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 go. Shut up. No. We should do it next year. But we did. Oh, so you yeah. did it? No, no. It, well, that's coming up. I think like next weekend or something. Oh, shit. Okay. I won't be there. I got to work. Um. But we did that in Chicago on Saturday, which was cool. Like I said, it was just fucking hot. Um, I go for the food trucks. I'm going mm. at the end or something. Mm-hmm. Oh hell yeah! They have like a they have a donut truck, so I get myself a nice little donut before the walk, <laughs> and then I come back and I get myself a burger after the walk. Dude, just... first of all, I wanted to punch you because I saw your Snapchat when you went to go visit your brother, bro. <laughs> He ate my sandwich. I was like, this bitch. So then Friday, this Friday that just passed, was my brother's um, six-year anniversary. At- <laughs> yeah, wow, he ate my sandwich that one time, and I, and I just remembered it, and I got mad, so I stumped on his little plaque. <laughs> God damn <laughs> Okay, she said it. Well, Quake, you know, I don't know, like, you ever, like, you go out to eat somewhere, and you bring home leftovers, oh right? Yes. And you leave it there 
But all day you think about those leftovers, like when you get to work or school yeah. or working out or something, and you're like, I can't fucking like you just think about it. And it's, Dude. Well, every time I would do that, it happened to me. I open up that bitch and it was gone. Every, I can see that. There was no leftovers whatsoever. I used to always eat my leftovers. Piss me off. <laughs> and it just, I remembered it when I was there and I got mad and I stepped on him. That's how you guys fight. <laughs> That's how you, you deserve guys fight. it. It was. They're like, Skylar, you're like, what? Get my sandwich. <laughs> it was a valid reason. Okay. Uh, oh, no. Well, I'm really down to do like the Wicker Park one next year for sure. Yes. So after my brother passed, we started doing our own like little fundraiser for Mata Strong, is what we call it. Oh, yeah. So we do our own little fa- fundraiser and we've gone to like a different businesses like just around the, the Northwest town. Yeah. area. And they donate baskets. So we would have our, and then we would sell 50 50 uh, yeah. um, tickets. Um, and then we would have our fundraiser at my uncle's place called Region Ale in Cherville. Uh-huh. And he would just give us the restaurant and we just set it up. Oh, shit. And then he would, I'm sorry, he would donate 20% of the food. Oh, wow. Yeah. To the, yeah. To the cause. And, it, and it's, I mean, it was, it was so nice because not only did we pack, we pack it up every year. Yeah, I bet. But also people who or just going in just to go eat that know nothing about what's going on, right? Yeah. They see, like, all these baskets, and they get curious, and they, you know, wow, talk about them, and yeah. then they buy tickets to buy the baskets, and then we have extra 50-50 tickets. Yeah. So we would make so much money. And then COVID. And then COVID happened, and then we just kind of... It's been hard. We probably right? could have done it this year. We really could have done it this year, but we kind of lost some momentum in doing it. Yeah. So we're, we want to start back up. Mm-hmm. So after... I think my parents are going to do the one in... Wicker okay. Park. I think it's just like a small one. Yeah. But then after that, we're really going to get down to it. Yeah. Um, And start, you know, just getting everything ready for, for next year. Because cool. I know they want to start a whole, like, foundation in his name. Oh. So they want to go through the proper channels to do They whatever. really want to, like, yeah, yeah. Whatever they got to do to get to it. So. Well, I think, like, the Wicker Park thing would be such, like, a great start. Because, like, it's a small one. But I feel like people who really go to the small ones are the passionate ones. Yeah. Yeah. Who, like, really want to make I a change. I believe a lot more awareness to it, too. Yeah. Because we have such a huge fucking family that goes all the time. Mm-hmm. And that want to go, but that they just don't want to travel all the way to Chicago. Because it's... And then parking, dude. Parking's hard over there. Yeah, especially and for it's that not. Like it that. used to be at Grand Park, so it would be perfect though, because we just take the train all the way to Millennium Park. Yeah, it's right there. But they moved it to somewhere else, kind of by you. Okay. Um, do you live close to the dog park? The dog park, like the beach. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's, do you know what it's called? Mont- Montrose Beach. Okay, yeah. that's where we go. Oh, it's like oh shit, just. Yeah, down more. That's where it's at, but it's so crowded. And then after it's crowded, there's no parking. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard. It, it just sucks. Like we, I mean, yeah, it was just, but whatever. Yeah. So that's what we. That's what I did last week, and then it was my brother's anniversary Friday, so we picked up my niece from school, went to go visit him, stepped on him a bit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we went <out> to dinner, <laughs> dude. I was like talking to my um parents because like you know we were about to not my parents but my mom and my sister today that like we had to record and stuff and she's like what's her niece's name and i was lily right or yeah lily, lily, I, was, but lily. I was like i think it's lily or like lily or something like that and she's like skylar and her twins do you get that or no all the time i don't know i Bro, see Andrew. i'm like look man this isn't my child stop <laughs> 
Stop it. Don't ask me. Don't. Mm. I don't, well, maybe I haven't seen her now, but I was but like. But now as she's getting older, like. I bet she's just, acting like First of all, it's just so fucking freaky how much she looks like. I'm like, bro, like, stop it. About your, like your brother? Like me still. Oh, you. Okay. Yes. I mean, obviously she's a fucking baby. I mean, she you guys' like complexion's identical. Like, but now that she's getting older, she is starting to look more like Andrew. Oh, uh, okay. Is she? It just looks like Sarah stole her. Don't look nothing like her mama. Uh, <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> yeah. She looks like she's um, full Hispanic. Literally. Like, it looks yeah. like Sarah stole her in the summer. That is hilarious. How does she, does she be acting like you? I bet. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> a little bit of me. A little bit of me. A little bit of Andrew. What up? Dude. Huh? People always say, like, you're so cute. Oh, my God. Your daughter's so cute. I'm like, first of all, she's not my daughter. That's gross. She's my niece. That's gross. Second of all, she's <laughs> She's all right. Dude, I can't wait till Elise is that age, man. Oh, she's definitely her own little person now. Yeah, I bet. Time, yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah, I can't wait like for that. She's like her own little like, character, her personality. She's yeah. her own little style. But, I mean, that was it. That was. Yeah. I went out and got drunk a few times. I got wine drunk. I, I got was trying to watch that new drunk. Jeffrey Dahmer um, thing on Netflix. Did you finish it? Was it? so good. I had to finish it. I was like, I know I we're going to talk. I didn't finish it. I got, I got drunk. I just not watch it. Okay, next time we have to make sure we finish them so we can talk about them. I know. I It's so what, okay, good. So what episode are you on? I don't know. I forgot. Oh, damn, dude. Yeah, it's Probably fucked. like, I, don't know. I mean, no. I think maybe five, four, five. Some people like legit can't watch it. And I'm just like, what? I don't understand why. I don't get it. I haven't. I don't know if I've gotten to that part yet. No. Wait, have you watched it all? Oh, I watched it all. Okay, uh, so I obsessed. think the last episode I seen was... I don't even know. I'm tell you. Yeah, no, but like some people are legit. Like they won't even like start it because they're like, I can't. I'll get nightmares. Or like someone asked oh, me, they're like, Did you get it's... nightmares? And I'm like, I fall asleep to it. <laughs> like that puts me to sleep. We talk about. It. Yeah, I'm like I don't. It makes know. me happy. I'm trying. I don't. I don't remember the last. Oh my god, it's so good. Though. I know everyone's obsessing over it. Like if you're not watching it, who is you? He's so good. And I was so excited when they announced it. Like who was like, going to be him? Yeah. Like, when, when it was gonna be Peter Evans, I'm like, oh, fuck. Evan Peters, bitch. Evan Peters, yeah, 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 dude. I have such the, you know how that Halsey girl like dated him, really? Yeah, they she like, I guess she got like got a crush on him after like American Horror Story, and then they broke up. Obviously, I was like, I bet she wants to get back with his freaky ass. I know he dated that one girl, from that American Emma Horror Roberts. Stories. I, I like loved them together. I loved her. She's such a bitch. I don't know what it is about her, but she. I just want to punch her in her she's face. A, she's the c word. She is. I think the reason why I don't like her is from that stupid, was it Nickelodeon show that she had? The Drew, the Nancy Drew one? No. Nancy Drew. Wasn't she like a detective? No, something about like brace face or something with braces in it. I don't know, but she annoyed the shit out of me. And now I don't like her because of it. You're hilarious. Yeah, that was good. Peter Evans? Evan Peters. Evan Peters, bitch. But, you know, I always get confused. <laughs> I always call him Peter Evans <laughs> all the time. Um, uh, so that's his name. His name's Peter Evans. Yeah, I literally <laughs> Evan Peters. binged that whole thing. I binged the whole, like this past week, I binged the whole. I saw he didn't. What? Oh, I mean, I don't want to say that. Yeah, don't ruin anything. Can't ruin anything. I don't think it's going to ruin anything. What? I can delete it. Oh, he did not need to be coming out for his grandma like that. Don't be yelling at your grandma. What's wrong with you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so some respect. Dude, that was wild. I was like, yikes. Crazy stuff. Let us try to yell at our grandmas like that. We can hit the chancla. 
Dude, you could, what? You could never. We would not get that far. You like, kidding me? If I were like, what are you doing down there in that fucking weird ass closet, bitch? And I'd be like, nothing. <laughs> like, she would be like, no. Smoking her damn cigarette. Listen, but so far, like, it's good. I need to stop getting drunk. Yeah, you need to watch it. It is so good that I finished, um, like, Sailor Moon, like, because there's, I think, like, Sailor Moon, then Sailor Moon Crystal, and then, like, one more, I think. But I finished Sailor Moon. So now I downloaded like a whole bunch of the Sailor Moon Crystal shows for when I go on my trip. Um, and then, yeah, just packing. Just packing for the damn trip and getting anxiety <laughs> and stress and crying every once in a while. I'm so excited. Like, I feel like I'm going on this trip. Um, I'm, I'm not. Shit. I'm not going. Just so everyone knows. But I feel like I am. I'm so excited for it. I can't. Crazy. I can't wait. I'm there. I, um, yeah, my fucking... For those of you who don't know, again, I'm going to Nepal, but you probably do because I've been talking about it for, like, the last three years. Um, look at my parents. So I have, like, that board, you know? Mm-hmm. And the last thing on my to-do list was my first aid kit. So I took a photo of it to my family. And I was like, if there's any sponsors out there, please let me know. Like, I'd love to have a sponsor on these, I like, it was, like first aid kit. You're so annoying. They got you that they first. They got me, kit. dude. They got me a whole ass bag. There's so much stuff I don't, I can't even bring like half of this shit. Oh my god, that's so funny. I was like, uh, Steven, you have your first aid kit? I know, right? Where's yours? <laughs> oh, Where's yours? Mine. So yeah, that I have to like. I'm trying to, you know, obviously do content. Content. Everything is content. Content. Everything is content. So I'm trying to do like a time lapse of me packing. I don't know. I'm. Oh wait, you get signal. Yeah. On your phone when you like when you're out there, uh-huh. are you gonna post when you're out like on your yeah. stories? Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I'll be able to. Well, I mean, if you want, obviously, I'd rather have you do like dropping on episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, if you can't for any reason, I still can. I'll like be able to have access every day. I didn't know if you were gonna be like completely off grid. Juanito, 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 Juanito. Uh, what's that word? Juanito, um, whatever. I thought yeah. she'd just be full ninja. <laughs> Fucking no. Yeah, yeah, no. I think towards the end. In Juanito. In. I think in, in Juanito. In Carnito. In Carnito. In Carnesadas. Carnitas. Con salsa. <laughs> Whatever. We'll leave like, it there. Carnitas. Salsa. Margaritas. Not going to be there. Oh, I'm going to Mexican food next. Okay. So, yeah. Um, crazy. Crazy, crazy. But that's it, really. Training. Training, training, training. Not training, but just, like, chill. I've been doing yoga this week. Um, But, yeah, that's it. No extreme workouts or anything? Um, I finished Insanity, I think, like, on Thursday. Okay. And then I've just been doing yoga after that. But, like, I feel like at this point, like, the Insanity I'm almost used to. So it's just just so I can sweat. That's like a that's like a warm up for me. That's warm ups now. You know what I'm saying that's like twenty drum jack. Dude, I could probably now do insanity and then run from my house to Lakeshore driving back easily. Bitch, I can't even do five minutes of insanity. You probably could. I probably could not. Yes, you could. I'm throwing up. Really? Yeah. No. If you run the way you run, you could do it. Barely. There's a there's Barely. a girl who does like modifiers. You could you could work with Tanya. Okay, I can do that. Okay, <laughs> I'll be Tanya. Or modify those bitches. Okay, so do you want to go first and finish off your story? Cause, chine, chine, chine. You know, you have to do a little summer. I guess I can, I guess I can go first. Yeah. So if you guys don't know and you should know. You should go back to the last episode, first of all. Go listen to it if you didn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I was 
reading a story that I found on Reddit. It's called on a no sleep Reddit form thing. And basically people just write like spooky shit. And one of them was called my son's camera monitor alerted in the middle of the night. I checked it and saw my wife and son sitting on the bed. They weren't my wife and son. So basically um, he works at a nurse over overnight and he got an alert that his son's monitor went off. He checked it and he seen that it was his wife checking or holding his holding their son on their son's bed. And then a few minutes later, he checked again and they're still just chilling there, looking straight up in the monitor and he got freaked out or whatever. Called his wife to make sure everything was okay, but she was sleeping. Yeah. She was like, what are you doing? What do you, what, what do you, what do you want? I'm sleeping. <laughs> and he's like, well, the camera is it's not okay. Like, I got an alert, blah, blah, blah. And I see you sitting on the, the bed. On the bed. And she's like, no, I'm sleeping. What do you want? And he's like, oh my God. And whatever. Big thing. So, anyways, there's part two. <laughs> That was a terrible recap, but whatever. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> that was cute. Part two. I'm sorry it's taken so long. It's been an emotional month. Wait. Fo- before, right before you start, I remember at the end, he you? went back to the house or something. Yeah, yeah. with someone from work. Yeah. Like a co-worker, and he wasn't supposed like a to friend. go there, but he wanted to go there to check. Yeah. And that's kind of where you left off, I feel like. S- something like that. But they went in the house. Yeah. Something happened, and like they, they dipped. Yeah. Like, fuck all this. Don't tell my wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yes. It. So, yeah. Something like that. So, it starts off, I'm sorry it's taken so long. It's been an emotional month. I felt like I've been losing my mind or I already lost it. I'm, I've been in the hospital for three weeks. You remember I left off at my wife's parents' house, not sure what the hell to do. My wife and I argued about it. My in-laws said, call a priest. I told my wife we're calling the cops and that's it. The day we finally called the cops would be day six. Not my family was still sitting on the goddamn bed staring at the camera. I told the dispatcher that they were intruders in my house, leaving out the part where they looked exactly like my family. I told her we were out of the house, but I would meet the police there. She dispatched two units. My wife begged me not to go. I told her I had to be there. I had a foolproof plan. I would take her mom's iPhone and FaceTime with my wife while showing the police the camera on my phone. They would see that this is a fucked up situation and hopefully proceed with caution. My coworker friend said he would come with me as well. Uh, my friend and I beat the cops to my house. Like most of you mentioned in the comments previously, I was packing heat. Okay. I have... I have a carry, I have a concealed carry, so I had my 1911.45 on me. I don't know what that means. I, I'm assuming it's a type of gun. I don't know. Anyways, I was concerned this would bother the cops as I was going to inform them of my permit and that I was currently carrying. What I wasn't going to tell them was that I had my father-in-law's AR-15 in my truck. It's funny how you many of you mentioned that this was the way to go in my previous entry. I didn't plan on telling the cops about it because I was not planning on needing it. They would come armed and prepared. Then I showed up and I let them know that I was armed and I was carrying. I initially told them the story. They looked at each other like I was crazy and they didn't believe me. 
I FaceTimed my wife so they could see that she was, in fact, not, the, not in the house, despite what our camera was still showing. They still didn't seem to believe me, but this did pique their interest. I hung up with my wife, and I told her I'd call her back as soon as we knew, knew something. I mean, first of all, I probably wouldn't believe me either. I know. And well, also, like, what can they do if they did? Unfortunately. That is true. I would just, like, keep the house. I don't want it. Yeah. It's good. I'll, Peace. I'll move. Don't worry. It's yours now. Yeah. No. Um. So now we're sure this isn't a recording. An officer stated, repeating what I said. It's not. The day and night cycle has changed every day. Their blinking is chaotic and not in a cycle form, I said. Oh, like they're blinking, yeah. Yeah. The way they blink. Like, um, um, yeah. Um, I know it's a stupid question, but your wife isn't a twin, the officer said. I told him no. My friend spoke up. I have an idea. Turn the volume up. I'll go throw a pebble at the window. He went around He went around to the back while I was turning up the volume all the way to max. Okay, I'm tossing. We heard a light tick sound from outside, but the second delay on the camera came in loud and clear through my phone. Not my wife moved at the sound of the pedal, pebble hitting the window. The first time I actually seen her move aside from the time she wasn't on the screen when I initially went inside her house the first day. Oh, yeah, that's why he was freaking, that's why they left. The mom did? Oh. oh that's why they left the first time when they went inside the house and they heard everything yeah. dipped because they checked the screen and the mom, the the wife, wasn't there no more. Oh, and they freaked hell. out and yeah. they dipped. Okay. Uh-uh, that's crazy. Right? Um. She turned her head towards the window just slightly before turning back to the camera. Okay, so this is live, the officer said. Okay, sir, I need you and your friends to stay outside here. We're going to go in and find out what's going on in here. Should you ask for more units? I asked, hopefully. Not at this time. We're going to assess the situation first. They don't appear to be armed, but we're going to be cautious. I opened the garage for them, and they made their way towards my kitchen door. Um, they radio dispatched that they were headed in and to stand by. They disappeared into my house. A few seconds after they went, they went in, the camera went out. I wanted to vomit, and I felt like I put my fingers in my mouth. I'd be able to feel my heart since it had leaked so far up my throat. Shit, I yelled at my friend. I immediately popped, popped the trunk and got my rifle out and ran into the garage. My friend right behind me. We got inside just in time to hear a low, guttering howl from upstairs. Demonic sounding almost, along with... Raised the voices from the police. There were several shots. Need backup. Shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fu- He was cut off. Oh, my God, my friend. Howled. He was scared shitless, but so was I. God fucking damn it. I knew it, I said, running up the stairs. My son's room is the first one you come to after getting upstairs. So his wall is also what you see as you walk up the stairs. As I reached the top, I laid onto the wall with my rifle. It... It has thirty round. It has a thirty round magazine, but I felt like I fired a hundred shots. I fired all over the place, knowing full well the ammo would go through the wall like it was paper. Concentrating on where my son's bed would be, but also near the door and towards the floor as well, in case wherever these things were were thought to dunk. We heard shrieks of pain coming from the room, then nothing. My friend and I paused for a moment before deciding to go in. 
but the camera was still out. We heard whimpering coming across from the room. It was a dead cop in the hallway. There was a dead cop in the hallway. We had to step over. It was awful, and I'd never, and I'll never be able to unsee it. His head was several feet away from his body. Okay. He found, oh, we found the other cop in my son's room right inside the doorway. He had several large holes in his torso as if he had been impaled. Exactly what I was afraid of would happen had happened. I had to call the cops and whatever these things were, killed them. We entered the room and found the source of the whimpering was not my wife. She was lying on her back on the floor holding on, holding her torso that was bullet ridden and breathing heavy. The scene was awful. I could hardly put into words how awful it was. I know now, just like I did then, they weren't my family. It shouldn't have been hard. I should have been able to just go in, finish it. But instead, I fell to my knees. Not my wife begged for her life. I don't want to die, honey, she whispered. I want to have more kids. I can't die now. I looked over at not my son, who had who had to be dead. He had taken two shots to the head or what was left of it. He had several more in his torso, one or two in his leg and arms. If you have kids, seeing their lifeless, bullet-ridden body is a special kind of hell. Again, I knew it wasn't my son, but it was. I was going to be sick. I killed my family. I turned back to not my wife, and she was acting like my wife. It even mimicked her anxiety about death that she has had in the past year or so. It's not her, man. My, I forgot my friend was even there. It's not her. Shoot it. I know what you guys are thinking. Many times, how many times has this happened in movies and you scream at your TV for the main character to just shoot the imposter because it's not their loved one? I guess movies get it right somehow. I never rolled my eyes at a character who couldn't kill an imposter again. Please don't shoot me, I begged. My hands were shaking as I aimed at it. Why couldn't I do it? I know. I knew this wasn't my wife. Listen, man, my friend began calmly. Look at it. Its blood is yellow. It's not your family. Was it yellow? It was. Seeing my family slain was so traumatic, I hadn't even noticed her blood wasn't red. I studied my aim, and that my wife suddenly stopped begging. She began to guttle, terrifying shriek, and something black or gray started to protrude from her mouth, like a tentacle or something, and I fired. At the range of her head, more or less exploded. Whatever these things were, they appeared to be mortal. I was still on my knees and my friend was out in the hallway just outside the door. We heard the sounds of approaching police sirens. I'd forgotten the cops had gotten shots fired call over the radio before being killed. It seemed like it had been hours, but it had only been about five minutes since the police had been gone. I just forgot. I forgot about that. What they called? Yeah. Why do cops always take so long? <laughs> God damn. <laughs> just uh. my friend went downstairs to let the police know what to expect. I stood up slowly and made my way into the hallway. I was lightened I was lightheaded and felt like I was going to be sick. My bedroom was adjacent to my son's, so the doorway is about a foot to the right of my son's doorway. My door was closed, but as I exit my son's room, my door was open. Not me walked out into the hallway wearing exactly the same thing that I was at that time. Jesus, that's weird. I was, sh- I was shocked in place. I couldn't move, but it did. 
The walk toward me, its right arm turned back and morphed into what appeared to be a tentacle. It was wiggling around like a squid or octopus. Then he thrust his arms at me to solidify and impale me through my abdomen. It then stabbed me in the left leg just above my kneecap. I fell to the ground in pain. Its tentacles arm was waggling again. Why did you kill my family? It asked. When it spoke, its voice changed pitch. When it spoke, its voice changed pitch several times. It was it was my voice. Then much deeper. Then normal again. Then back to mine. Then it was deeper once more. Its alternates it alternated several times saying that one sentence. It it moved in closer. The rifle was gone, but I still had my point forty five. I don't know if that's how you point forty five. That's not how you say it. A gun. Whatever. <laughs> he had his forty five, man. Hell yeah. I pulled it out and I got a shot off its right knee. It howled. As not me fell to his knee, I fired a couple more shots, getting two into the adamant and left side of its rib. It breathed heavily for a few seconds before I used my last strength to aim proper and shoot not me in the face. Its blood was also yellow. I was there bleeding out thinking this was it for me. This was it for sure. I still had some strength from adrenaline kicking in. So I took my belt off and I tied it to I tied it to make it a tourniquet. How do you say it? Tourniquet? I have no idea. I know what you mean, though. Yeah. I know what he was trying to do. Tourniquet. I was going to say it's tourniquet for my leg. With my stomach wound, it was hard to give a good yank to tighten it. I then took my shirt off and balled it up and packed my stomach wound. I applied as much pressure as I could. Being a nurse probably saved my life. Bro, how long does it take to get the cops in the house? Like, where are they at? Oh, yeah, the second the round. The friend yeah, literally yeah, went yeah. down to talk to them. Like, what, what's happening right now? I'm getting so mad. I passed out, but the measures I took I must have kept me alive long enough for the EMS to arrive. I heard raised voices and the sound of pounding coming up the stairs before I went out. It was probably a cop, but I felt pressure from somebody trying to keep my wound packed before I went out. I was in and unconscious as EMS arrived along with probably every cop in the city. I was wheeled downstairs and put in an ambulance. But while I was being loaded into the gurney upstairs, I heard cops freaking out, and rightfully so. They lost two brothers, and there were three other bodies. Did he kill his brother? Are they twins? Probably referring to not me's dead body or his whole family. Put him, put him on armed guard while at the hospital. I'll probably be getting charged. I was getting placed into the ambulance, and I saw my friend talking to the cop, to talk to a group of about 10 cops, all listening very intently to what he was saying. I went out again in the ambulance. I was in the hospital for three weeks since I ended up getting an infection and almost went septic. I needed quite a few antibiotics for the entire three weeks. I had cops in my room with questions. After about a week, they released me and no longer had me under armed guard. Uh, I told them absolutely everything, not caring if it made sense or not. But thank God my friend had come with me since he was able to corroborate this weird, wild story. Midway through my hospital stay, men with suits came to pay me a visit. They were government. I knew right away. They say they were. They said they were FBI, but I don't know if I believe that. 
They wanted to talk about not my family. The police chief and the coroner were involved, and it was very hush-hush. They made it clear it was not to get out in the public. This is where I have to apologize, probably for an anticlimactic ending to this ordeal. I don't know what not me and my family were, neither do they. They only think they the only thing we know is that they were creatures that looked like us and had yellow blood. I begged the coroner to tell me about their autopsies, but he said he wasn't allowed to say. What? What? Well, fuck that. Yeah, right. And tell me. Yeah, he, uh, he must. He must have felt bad for me since I received a uh, a bunch of flowers a couple of days later. A card inside the envelope read, we don't know what they are. They have the same organs we do, but in different parts of their bodies, aside from their brain. But what's red and pink inside us is green and yellow inside them. Uh, the creatures, they're creatures, but whatever they are, they aren't human. The government thinks they may be aliens, aliens, or lizards. Yeah, you know the lizard people. Oh, maybe lizard people. Maybe. Anyways, the government may think they may be aliens. Destroy this letter ASAP. We had our house professionally cleaned. It was almost surely a government team since they contacted us on behalf of the police. We could not find any Google reviews or website for this company online. My wife and I are not going back to our house. We would love to burn it down, but there's no way to do that and avoid suspicions of arson at this point. We'll end up giving a huge loss on property since everyone in our neighborhood knows there was an incident involving multiple deaths in the house but we don't know but don't know what exactly happened it'd be hard to sell but eventually it will I'm going to move on from here i told everyone at work it was a home invasion and they bought it i'm going back to work in a few weeks and we'll start looking for a new house again i'm sorry i know everyone wanted a concrete ending and to know exactly what the fuck those things were but we were just but we just don't know aliens sound good to me I've been thinking if they were supernatural or actual demons, gunfire wouldn't have killed them any. Wouldn't have killed them. It's just hard to say. If they were aliens, why did they just sit there and creep in the house for a week? They didn't even try to take over our lives. It's hard to wrap my head around it. If aliens keep if it's aliens, keep your eyes peeled out there. There could be more of them. Again, nonfiction. Cause it sounds real. It sounds like it could be real. I feel like. I mean, shit, that probably did happen. I feel like, I feel like things like Seattle. Right? But yes. I mean, because. It was getting good, though. It was getting good. Just like, suspenseful. Suspenseful. Snap. Okay. Snap. So that's that. That's that. That's that. That's... It was aliens. Aliens. I think aliens. Because if you're saying the insides were, what, yellow and green? Or yeah, or lizard. That's people. what I think. Yeah, that's what I think. Are they called reptilians? Reptilians? I think so. Look at me. Probably not. But that's like, freaky. Yeah, Queen Elizabeth. They say JB is too. Justin Bieber's. No one cares about Queen Elizabeth. I know. Besides my mom, she loves that bitch. I got like magazines, like three magazines Gross. on her. So they're all for her. All right. Well, cool. 
Good for you. That was good. That was good. That was good. That was spooky. Yeah, I want to get crazier and get scarier. Oh, yeah? Ooh, get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, those that's that's the spooky vibe. That was a spooky vibe? Aliens or lizard people. Okay. Snaps again. Um. Okay. Well, I'm gonna end this super sweet, super short. Um. I didn't really want to have like any facts. I didn't want to have nothing. I do have like one thing. But vibe of the week this week. Take risk, y'all. Take fucking risk. Even if you're scared, just take risk. That's the vibe of this week. Um. And obviously, it's because I'm about to go on like the biggest trip of my life. Uh, to Nepal for three weeks and it's gonna be insane so yeah take risk I've like had to sacrifice so much I had to fucking like so much change my life like everything in order for it to go almost exactly how I wanted it to go Um, I really wanted to like take time before um, I left to really just like love myself spiritually and get deep into that world before I went And it took me, like, a whole year to really dive deep into, like, the spiritual world and just, I don't know, like, a whole level of, like, my spiritual awakening is about to happen, and I'm pretty excited. So, fucking take risk, no matter what kind of risk it is, if it's for spiritual, if it's for a job, if it's to grow your family, if it's to get the new car that you want, anything, go to a new city, like, take risk. Um, One thing I was, like, really intrigued with when it comes to taking risk is kind of like how your brain works when you're taking a risk or making this, the decision to take a risk. Like what exactly is happening when you are like, fuck it. And you just go. Uh, so I looked something, I wanted to look that up. So uh, what is this? Developing adolescence, um, dot UCLA.edu. That's where I got it, but everything will be, you know, in the description box. So a couple of things that I saw in here that I thought was cool. So like, I guess if you wanted to say the definition of risk, a risk is essentially just a behavior for which the outcome is uncertain. I turned back to not my wife and she was acting like my wife. Adolescence is particularly filled with uncertainty as young people figure out who they are in the context of shifting social landscapes, new responsibilities and more challenging schoolwork. Okay, whatever, but like challenging life. So that's basically like, you know, the simple definition. This is what I thought was how dopamine supports learning. Our brains undergo significant changes during adolescence. When adolescence, I think, just means like growing up and shit, like life experiences and who you become through all your life experiences. Uh, Adding new connections, um, strengthening frequently used pathways in response to experiences, pruning away unused avenues. One of the ways the brain responds to experiences that matter is through a neurotransmitter called dopamine. Dopamine is involved in how the brain processes rewards, but it's not just a feel-good chemical. Dopamine is also important to learning and motivation. And that's kind of where I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I feel like I have, like, an addiction to when my brain releases dopamine almost. I mean, everyone does, but, like, I feel like I have a strong, like, I need it. Like, all the time, like, constantly. That's probably why I'm fucking 24-7. Probably. Well, not no more, but used to. But, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm too busy right now. I can't. I can't. Wait till after this trip, though. Yeah, right? We little bunnies. 
Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I thought that was cool. Uh, where is it? Oh, right here. A surprise and an unexpected reward causes an extra dopamine release. So every time we do something with uncertain outcome slash taking a risk, increases dopamine and released while we are determining what happens. This release alerts other parts of the brain that the activity or situation is new and deserves attention. This is a kind of amplified learning that's actively shaping the connections between neural systems in our brains. That's crazy. It's just like how fast your mind can work, I guess, when you're taking risks. And like it releases dopamines in a way where it's like, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen, but fuck it. Just all in. Yeah. And I like I like taking those kind of pills. <laughs> I like those kind of pills. It makes me want to poop my pants. Huh? It makes me want to poop my pants. <laughs> you just see Skylar's face. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So, yeah. Take risk. I'm, like, so big on it. I really don't really have much to say after that. I just think everyone should just, like, take, a, if they can, you know, and wherever they are in their life, just take one risk in your life. Like one. I mean, shit. You're fucking worse. Like almost slaves to this damn earth. Just take a risk. Yeah. Well, I mean, some people are like, you know, they they don't go above and beyond to like kind of get a little bit of freedom. But with that little bit of freedom comes like so much sacrifice and like things people don't want to do. So it's like you have to do all of that in order to get like some kind of freedom. You know, it's crazy. Like, I like a normal. I feel like if I were to have not an, I guess a normal job. Like, I don't think I would be able to go on a trip like this. Almost like a month off. Well, yeah, because you don't you don't care about the consequences or anything. Because yeah, right then and there. <laughs> right, like it's no. So I'm just really grateful. Like my whole life, I've taken risk, and they I've seen the darkest of the dark taking the risk, and I've seen the lightest of the light. So, and it's still all fucking worth it to me. Um, so I'm going to close out. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, so I have three quotes. I was like, okay. So for some reason, like, every big moment. Okay, first and foremost, my guardian angel is Amy Winehouse. Like, she is my spirit animal. She is the one who watches over me. I pray to her. Like, I have a little, like, photo of her. I fucking, she is my everything, Amy Winehouse. People have God. Jessica has in the White House. Yes, basically. Legit. <laughs> and like any big major thing that's ever happened in my life, like I always talk to her about it or I don't know. It's weird. So fucking uh, I did like when I got my real estate license. Did, did I tell you the story? I don't think so. The day I got my real estate license, I OK, you get to take the test four times. Mm-hmm. I was on my last try. After that, I had to pay another $700 and, like, wait a full year. Yeah. And I'm like, shit. So I wake up that morning, and I'm just, like, meditating, like, super hardcore. And then, like, I go on Twitter real quick because I'm using the restroom or something. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's Amy Winehouse's birthday. And I'm like, fuck. So I'm, like, playing all her music. And, like, it's just she was there for me, and I passed. And I'm like, now it's just Amy Winehouse every single time, like, the day of or before a big moment in my life. She's she's the one. She's the one. So we're closing out with Amy Winehouse quotes is what I'm trying to say. Okay, (laughs) cool. She's going to like protect us. Okay, so the first one. She's going to protect us, guys. And I think these are like ones when it comes to taking risks. Like these kind of go with it. Okay. 
If you act like you know what you're doing, you can do anything you want. Got it. Duh. I live like that all the time. Fake it till you make it. I'm got like, it. And that's a risk in itself sometimes, I feel like. That is. I always end up crying, but got it. And this is what we're going to close out with. If you don't throw yourself into something, you'll never know what you could have had. Quoted by Amy Winehouse. Amy coming in with the inspirational quote, baby. Try to make me go to rehab. And I said, no, no, no. no, no. That's no. all I know from her. All right, y'all. Um, yeah, I think this is it, really. Uh, I'm super excited to continue this. I don't fucking know. I'm just, like, losing my mind over here. So, basically, aliens are real. Aliens are real. And, and lizard people. Um, fuck your God. It's about Amy Winehouse. Um, Skylar. <laughs> Jeez. You can't say that. Oh, my God. Um, basically, aim, pray to Amy Winehouse. And only Take Amy risk. Winehouse. And then also, next week. Next week. We are going to be a little delayed. Yeah, next week we will be a little delayed because I get back from my trip next week. Um, and so I kind of wanted to record with you. Like that week of my whole fucking experience. Ooh. So next week. Make sure y'all go follow her. Just be trippy. So you can just be trippy. Follow me. Her stories on Instagram. The reels are about to be popping. Pop, lock, and dropping. Ugh, too much. I wish sometimes like social media didn't exist because then I wouldn't have to worry about all that. I mean, you don't have to worry about it. You choose to worry about it. (sighs) I know. I know. So I I have to. Take risks. No, okay. (laughs) <laughs> all right y'all peace out pray please pray for me send me good vibes like all the good vibes all the magic vibes all the witches out there please like summon some beautiful demons to the mountains because i need them because she so, needs them love peace, peace and out booty grease guys love for me it's legit love peace and hair grease the next three weeks hair grease for sure you're gonna be nice all right, peace out, Girl Scout. Um, I will see you next week, Sky. I'll see you next week, Jess. Why are you so weird? I'm sorry. Bye. Uh, bye. See you later, alligator. Later, losers. <laughs> Just do it. I Just do it. Say it right now. In number of meters. Bye. <laughs> I turned back to not my wife and she was acting like my wife.